What's up, everybody? This is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. And this is Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Pro Pistons. That's P-R-O-P-I-S-T-O-N-S. And remember to promote the show, support the show by buying our original design T-shirt designed by my wife. And you know what's great about the overall layout, the look of the shirt? It doesn't look like you're rocking a piston shirt. It doesn't look like you're rocking a wrestling shirt. It's just a nice, clean, retro design. You can get all kind of fabrics. You can get it short sleeve. You can get it long sleeve. Let me give you the website right now. As a matter of fact, hit pause, go to the website, and buy the shirt. It's www.prowrestlingtees.com slash pwtpf. I'm going to say it again so you don't even have to rewind this. It's www.prowrestlingtees.com slash pwtpf. Thank you so much. I appreciate when everybody gets their shirt in the mail and they post it and tag the show. That just makes me feel so loved. And we're we're getting better. Today's episode of OG Talk is with at Maria Rose. That's right. Find her on Twitter, the at symbol. And then Maria Rose is M-A-R-E-E-A underscore Rose, R-O-S-E. Be sure to follow her and support her podcast, The Three Count Life. I really appreciate Maria coming on the show. She did not have to. She got 10,000 followers, 10K. And I sent her a message and she was like, that's fine, whenever, whatever you need. I appreciate it. Thank you to her listeners from The Three Count Life that are coming over to find out more about Maria. Thank you to our listeners that are headed over to The Three Count Life to support her show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoy the episode. I'm out, peace. What I usually do is like just to create any kind of chemistry. I like to talk about myself first, just to make the guests feel comfortable for like, like just about 45 minutes. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll like, Go right ahead. yeah. And I try to make it organic as possible. So like you can curse, you can do all of that. Cause I, I listened to a couple of your episodes. I'm like, yo, she really doesn't give a f- about what she said. <laughs> I don't, I really no. don't. It's hey. got to be the jersey in me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'll just start off. I have some questions, but they're very, very generic. I like the interviews to really feel like conversations. As you know, it's a very crowded wrestling podcast market. I do know. I mean, I haven't listened, but I think your idea what you're doing is good. <laughs> First, I was laughing because you were like, you were getting your coffee. And look, look what I was getting. Uh, getting a beer. <laughs> I know. I was getting my Corona. Like, I'm a Corona dude. So, I'm in between semesters right now. I'm a college professor. So my summer finally started like yeah. <laughs> a week ago, like not as summer school is over. It finally started. What? How much How much free time do you have? Like zero. Part of that is, I'll be honest, Maria, because I'm greedy as hell. Like when, when I was coming up, my parents were like, we were like middle class, right? But we went mm-hmm. to private school. I'd be like, Ma, can I get something off the ice cream truck? No, we ain't got no money for that. So I'm like, man, when I get older, we always don't have money for the ice cream truck. Same. <laughs> My superstars bars. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the same, you know, like cool shopping would be like, uh, you know, well, we can go get you something at Foot Locker, but you're in range, okay? Like we're not going for the high end stuff. Exactly. I don't I don't want to front like, oh, I'm from the hood, we were broke as hell, but it was just always these limits. And I'm like, man, like in my kid brain, I wasn't thinking this, but I was thinking it. Like this sucks. Like what the yeah. f- <laughs> 
right. Well, that's that's exactly it. And then you know why you grow, you learn, and you decide to provide a better life for your children. And that's what it is. Right. I'm like, man, when my kids ask me for something, it might have to be like, yo, next week when dad gets paid. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Do you find that there's a lot of crossover like basketball fans that watch wrestling? Yes, I do. What I find out is that like, and it's funny, now you're interviewing me. There are- <laughs> Sorry, I guess it's a habit from I, me doing the show. What I find with basketball fans is there are a ton of people who watch wrestling but didn't want to admit it. And then they're like, okay, you make it kind of cool. So, all right, you know. I'm, okay, like, uh-huh. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to admit that I was watching wrestling too. But yeah, you know, so like they're closet wrestling fans. And then for wrestling fans, what I find out is that they may not be like diehard basketball fans. But what I'm finding out more is that they do have like a favorite team, whether it be like the Yankees or the Boston Bruins or, or like, you know, they are like, yo, I don't watch a lot of hockey, but I I am connected to the Canucks or something like mm-hmm. that. They have some type of sport that they yeah, like. Some, yeah. Some type of unreal sport that they watch because wrestling is real. So they do watch an unreal sport. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun concept and it's growing. And I'm trying to like just be nice to everybody. That's the best thing that I'm trying to do as the show grows. Yeah. So talk about the three count life. What is the concept? Tell everybody who's listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan, which is really like basketball, but tell everybody what your podcast is about. Uh, Well, you know, I have my co-hosts, Chris and Kyle, and we all work together to kind of put the show together. Um, It's mostly wrestling-based, talking about, like, recapping everything that went on. Majority AEW, because if you know me, yeah. If you know me, it's not necessarily AEW, but I am a big MJF fan. And where's MJF? AEW. So it's a lot of AEW, MJF, but we do talk about NXT, WWE. We're not, you know, against that by any means. Wrestling's wrestling, right? Um, But we also try and mix in some life topics as well, because I think that there there's been people who always ask questions about us, um, me, and we cover different topics. A lot of it happens to be dating because I try and I try and ask questions on Twitter and I get a big responses from when it comes to dating, like, you know, long distance relationships and age gaps in relationships, legal age gaps in relationships only. Um, like a lot of responses to that. And I think people like talking about and hearing about it to people's opinions. They do. And, and I, can I, are you done? Can I just say one quick thing? And to have a female wrestling fan, you know, guys, they're so thirsty. I'm like, <laughs> I see guys comment. I'm like, stop being so thirsty. Go get a Gatorade, man. Dang. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna, yeah, I mean, they're, no. They're thirsty. It's cool. I've been married 10 years. So I'm just like, <laughs> dang, man. I'm like, Maria posted a question and you're thinking wrong. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Just because I post something does not mean I want to clear the air there because I post something does not mean it's going on in my life. Okay. <laughs> Let's like, I, we talk about stuff on the podcast. It's general. It doesn't mean I'm going through it. <laughs> right. You'll, you'll post like, should I get a Camaro or a Mustang? And these guys are thinking like, yo, she must want to ride with me in one of those cars. Yeah. Like, nobody's thinking that. <laughs> At the car dealership, and she wants to know if she should get a Camaro or a Mustang. Yeah, I'm just I'm post for fun, and I I'm I'm on Twitter just to have fun, and you know, obviously promote the podcast. And 
spread a little positivity when I can, if I can. Everybody's good so you're people. Not, for you're the not most one part. of those people that would jump on if I say, "Hey, I'm I'm enjoying NXT tonight." Oh, FNXT is all about. Oh AEW. no, no, <laughs> I'm definitely not. I couldn't care less. Who, what you, what you see? The thing is, is that I just don't care enough what other people are doing. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's great if you if you don't like it and or you do, but. If you come under my comments telling me like AW sucks, good for you. I mean, but, I didn't ask. <laughs> but see, we're GWF. You know what that means? What grown re- what? wrestling fans? So we oh, don't have okay. time for that. We're grown. I don't we're, have we're, time for. That. <laughs> I'm in the GWF, and people, if you don't know what the GWF is, that means you're not in it. I'm a grown wrestling fan. That's <laughs> that's right. I mean, I couldn't care less. I know, like people say stuff to me all the time and I'm just like, and I get DMs that are mean too. And I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Like, Sorry please. that I sent you that for my burner. No, I don't have a <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? You didn't send no, me anything. No, no like I, I don't really care. So I do have stock in the WWE, right? Personally, me personally. Mm-hmm. I, and now only reason I bought stock in the WWE is because I wanted to learn about investing, right? So I did this a long time ago, but I don't get a dividend check for them every quarter. So <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, Listen. Just, I just bought the stock to self-teach myself about investing. I didn't, I didn't buy the stock to be like, oh gosh, the ratings are down this week, you know? Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so that is pretty cool. So talk about talk about being a female wrestling fan. Like, what what is your earliest memory of wrestling? Like for me, I go back to '87 because I live in Detroit, and WrestleMania three, probably the biggest wrestling show ever, was in my backyard. So everybody went. That's probably my early. I tell people this and they like, I don't think they believe me, but I think that's my earliest memory of life, period. My cousins came from out of town. Like I blatantly remember that day. And so like, I've been watching wrestling since then with my dad. I fell off a little bit in college during the ruthless aggression era. Um, That's just because, you know, college, I went to Michigan State. So, you know, girls. You don't have time, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, (laughs) I mean, it was one of those things like, okay, if it was Monday and I wasn't drinking or at some girls room, then I, you know, it's like, okay. Let me see what's going on. But it wasn't like a weekly thing. But so when did it start for you? So from what you're saying, I'm gathering that we're around the same age because I my story is almost the same. So my dad watched wrestling since I can remember. And um, I, I, I don't remember how old I was. I remember just being scared to death about Randy Savage's Macho Man, Randy Savage's. He did a, a promo interview and... <laughs> I remember being so scared, but so intrigued by it. Okay. And him and me and Gene going back and forth. And um, I was hooked then. Yeah. I can't remember the year or what it was, but I remember that. My dad, he doesn't really watch it anymore. He caught AEW a couple of times. He likes it. But that's what I remember. And the same as you, ruthless aggression, that John Cena era, I kind of stopped watching, but I knew what was going on for some reason. I guess there was people in my life that still watched it that felt the need to keep me in the loop, which was fine. Yeah, Um, it was just a different time. Like, you know, you go through a different phase and I was like, maybe I won't watch it ever again on a a regular basis. I knew not, not like ever, but I just meant like, I won't know what time everything comes on. It won't be built into my schedule or whatever. Yeah, if I caught it, I caught it. It, right yeah. and the, but i didn't miss the attitude era like i I watched every monday man the uh, attitude <laughs> era was just like i don't i think when people talk about it you can tell if they lived it or not 
Like, I think you can really tell because Mondays at eight, because I'm East Coast time. I, I, I think Me you're too, East Coast yeah. time as well. Like, yep. Mondays at eight, like, the city shut down. Like, you couldn't, nobody answered their phones. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like pre internet. So, TV was the thing. Like, the, people had dial up and stuff, but I wasn't, I wasn't on like wrestling forums really hard. I would just co troll some people in some AOL chat rooms or something and run out. <laughs> but yeah, I, you can tell when you talk to people who live the Attitude Era and you're like, yo, this was life. Like when they came to your town for a house show, you were there. Yeah. Yo, this is Zar. You know me as at not Binks on Twitter and you are locked in to pro wrestling talk for Pistons fans. I know you're a big AEW person. To be AEW, to not to be AEW, I think you're a big wrestling fan, but you have to have some knowledge of the independent circuit a little bit just to know its origins and stuff like that. They have a lot of mainstream people now with Moxley and Brody Lee. But how did you get into the AEW slash independent scene? Well, I was a Ring of Honor fan and I still am. But, you know, right now everything's just a mess and I can't wait for wrestling to get back into what it used to be but you know not to go back to wwe but we can't neglect aj styles and the independent scene you know like great ring of honor uh new japan so i had some knowledge from that and then i'm a big flip gordon fan and i was a flip gordon fan before AEW was around he's been in ring of honor i think that's really more where i got more into it with Flip Gordon. I know who AJ Styles was from TNA and just kind of followed his career, but didn't keep up. Right, right. And when he went to WWE, he was more mainstream. Then it was like, okay. Yeah. But I did know. So from Flip Gordon, knowing and following and seeing, I did know, like, you know, MJF and his mouth, I guess you could say. Right, the, right. He's in, got even on the indies. Have. Yeah. So, and then when he went to AEW, it was like, yes. This is perfect. And he cut that promo at Fighter Fest. And I was just like, I'm in love. And when I say I'm in love, I don't mean in love. Like, I love him, like, as a fan. I mean, like, yeah. he's he's great at what he does. It's his job to make people hate him. And he does it so good. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's he's unbelievable. He's, um he, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, this guy, he has to practice in front, either God has blessed him tremendously with a talent to talk without without like any glyphs, ums, or anything like that and to really piss people off. Or he practices in the mirror 24-7 before he goes out there and goes to every Toastmasters class on, on the history of mankind before he gets <laughs> to the ring. Because I'm like, this guy is literally a talent on the microphone. So that that's cool because I'll be honest, I didn't even know about, or was it All In? All In. I didn't even know about All In because I, I wasn't big on the independent scene. I remember ECW came to Detroit like in 97, 98 or something like that. And my dad, he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. But <laughs> this is like at their peak. And I was like, oh, dad, can we go to ECW? Now, mind you, he didn't know nothing about ECW. He only knows about WWE. W, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, is that the state fairgrounds? That's a little small. You know, he's like... <laughs> It's like, <laughs> we pull up and it's like all these people like drinking in the parking lot. He's like, hell no, we ain't going in here. He comes back home. My mom's like, what happened? I was like, so that was funny. We we actually did not go. He's like, no, we can't go to that. 
So I've never really been an independent scene guy. I just always been like WWE, uh, WCW. And then um, when Cody left and he did the All In, I actually heard about All In after it happened. So I I really, I know you're going to laugh. Like, how the hell did you not know about All In? But I really, because I was listening to a lot of podcasts and they were recapping the event. And so Mm -hmm. then I watched it after because I was about to start the podcast. And I was like, whoa, this this is competition (laughs) in the words of Vince McMahon. It is. And it's it's healthy competition. Well, you think it is because you would think that WWE would step up their programming. And I think (laughs) they might be trying, but they're not PG-14. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, and from us attitude era people, you know, it's just like, yeah, it, exactly. It's tough to watch. You're, you're happy. Like when Keith Lee, you drops the B I T C H word or something. You're like, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. That's, that's what I'm here for. You're like, wow. Like this used to be a regular on Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> so outside of MJF, who's your favorite wrestler? Cause people find that out quick. If they listen to your podcast, you love MJF. Yeah. I love MJF. My favorite wrestler is AJ Styles. AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. Now, that's actually one that I did. I watched him in Samoa Joe in TNA. I used to watch him, Samoa Joe, and LAX in TNA mm-hmm. back during the day. Now, when I did watch TNA, I was big on TNA when they got their, is it TNN? That was the channel they were on? Were they, they on got their Spike national TV, TV at some deal? point? Spike TV. Yeah, was it Spike TV? I- I feel like they were on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's when I really got into them. And that's when I was probably late as hell to this Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, but that's when they really captured me because I was like, whoa, this stuff is dope. So favorite wrestler ever. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> and I think that just in because like he's the way he spoke, like his voice being young, I was scared to death. But uh, I loved him. And when he passed away, I was so upset. But I have to admit, too, China is probably revolutionary. up there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How you feel about the women's revolution now? I feel like it could be done better. In, in which company or just overall? Overall, I, I think the women could be doing better. I'll be completely honest with you, though. I do think that WWE does a better job spotlighting the women on TV. It's okay to admit they do something good. It's okay. No, I know. It's okay. I'll admit it. You know, I have no shame. I like all wrestling. And when they do something good, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? AEW has surpassed them on tag team wrestling. Yes, absolutely has surpassed them on how to present women to a general audience. I agree. But I do think that, I think they could use the women more. You know, I I don't know. It's just like, I I don't want to see Alexa Bliss rubbing the feet. You know, I want to see her wrestling other women. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, you know what I think they did really well is, and you may like this or you may not, Maria, but I really like that they didn't give the women their own show. That they just like, infuse them in the fabric of the original show and that re- that really helps to say like this is for real this is not like some 205 live oh or, yeah you know, oh. something like that that would have been terrible to give them yeah. their own show yeah and i know aew they're doing the women's tag team tournament now and i'm like you should infuse that in the normal show because when it spins off it already makes it feel like it's lesser yeah i, to I me, think that's just my opinion because if you go i think ww i don't even know if they still have it they had like main event and superstars and and even 205 live 
Mm-hmm. 205 Live was great when I saw it live at a SmackDown. They taped it, I think, before a SmackDown. And it was some great wrestling. But because it's a spinoff of SmackDown, no yeah. one's really watching it, you know? But that was some of the best wrestling I've seen in a long time, yeah, honestly. You, you're jumping into my notes because I got like three more <laughs> questions left. And that's what I was going to ask you. What's the best match you ever saw live? Wait, wow, wait, wait, hold on. I'll, you want me to tell you mine? Please, go ahead. So mine is recent. And and by the way, I didn't, I, I went to a lot of shows and then it's like, for some reason, I can't remember them. So I was yeah, it, it's weird. Cause it's like, I don't know if, I go to the shows and I get too drunk or something. I'm like, I can't remember anything. But I would say top two matches I've ever seen live, WrestleMania 23, Undertaker versus Batista at Ford mm-hmm. Field in Detroit. And then there was a Hell in the Cell in Detroit in 2017. And the Usos fought the New Day. And that was, that was a really good match. It was the opening match. And it was like, I know I watched that and then basically slept through the rest of the show. Because the bar was so high. It was just For like, that match, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was because, you know, like the first matches of, of a pay-per-view kind of sets the tone. But, yeah, that like even my wife, she's not a wrestling fan, and she still talks about it. Like, remember we went to that show with that big cage, and she's like, and the guys came out clapping? Like, so that, that lets me know that it stuck with her. So, yeah, those are my two favorite. But what about you? Oh, that's a tough question on the spot. Uh, when John Laurinaitis got fired on the pay-per-view. Yeah, John Cena fought the big show at yes, No Way and, Out 2012. Yep, and I was there, and I remember Vince McMahon doing his, you're fired, and I think that was what got me because I had never heard him say it live, but uh, okay. that was pretty good. And, you know, John Cena is John Cena. Oh, um, so you're, you're an East Coast girl. You're, you're uh Jersey I'm Shore. I'm in Jersey, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm at, I didn't want I'm the Jersey Shore, yes. Because you know what? When you when you meet people, you don't want to sound like like nosy. Where you live at? How old is you? You know, <laughs> I love the boardwalk. I enjoy myself there. I go to Atlantic City all the time, which is probably not a good thing. Uh but I actually did go to a show there at the Hard Rock Cafe and I that was my first time ever sitting front row and um AJ Styles was like right there in my face. <laughs> I loved every one of them. That was probably one of the best times. But if uh, I, I was, <laughs> you're like getting in your feelings all over again. Like, let me. Yeah, that'll never happen again. But it was fun <laughs> while it lasted. Um, and I, I was at WrestleMania this, the last time they had it live in at MetLife. Yeah, 35. Okay. So when, when Kofi won, that was. I think I lost my voice at that point. <laughs> oh man, you know what? That was that was one of the more special moments like period. Like yes. Ever in wrestling. Like not not just like it's hard to capture those real life and fake moments all together, but it was like a fake moment, but it really was like real life. So yeah, that Oh, it was so real. And yeah. I like when you're there, there's a big difference from watching it. This is Good Guy Rick, a.k.a. The MMA Pig, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan with the one, the only, Doc Joe Brown. So, what about WCW? Do you miss anything about them? <laughs> I rarely no. hear you mention them. No, I don't because I was WWF. Uh, my dad would flip the channels back and forth. That's me. Yeah, so I would be kind of, and I'm like, Dad, put WWF back on. And he's like, no, I'm watching this. When it goes to commercial, we'll go back. (laughs) 
Because so watching have... WCW during that time was like watching 80s WWF. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, there were some high highs and lows. And I mean, I know I've seen, like, all the different matches. And, you know, I, I just vividly, for some reason, remember NWO, right? Just, like, growing. Yep. <laughs> that was me holding up the four life. <laughs> yeah. And like they, they just kept growing and growing. And like, there's so many people. I think the whole WCW roster was in it at one point against Sting. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then they started Wolfpack. It, it, I'm going to tell you this WCW hit a high, hit a high mark. But then, you know, the harder they, the high, bigger they are, the harder they fall. I mean, they just did not think that storyline out past that storyline. Like they had right. no long term plans for it. So it ended really quickly, which, so, which kind of goes in the booking is very important in wrestling. Like you always got to have a long term plan. You always got to have that star of the future, kind of like AEW does with mjf i think he's mm-hmm. kind of like the star of the future and the star of now but he has a lot of years left in him work so yeah. i just thought of one other question but so i'm gonna ask it before my last one did you ever try to wrestle i never okay well yeah i used to wrestle my sister <laughs> uh, come on she older or younger younger ah uh, you're so bold maria I mean, we're only four years apart. So you're we would so just bold. Like... That's even worse. Hey, I'm the baby in my family. And my <laughs> brother was seven years older. And I've been putting every wrestling move known to mankind. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what. My friend, he was so big into wrestling. Okay. And we would just be like walking down the street. And out of nowhere, he just put me in a headlock. And I'm like, <laughs> what the F are you doing, dude? And, oh, uh, you know. He's like a brother to me, but like that's the only wrestling I've done. I my friends that I went to high school with did a lot of backyard wrestling. Um, okay, yeah, a lot that, of my friends asked me if I ever did any like wrestling announcing or something because you know I got the podcast and just mm-hmm. other things with me teaching and stuff, and I do my online lectures. I'm like, no, I never, I never even thought about getting in the industry. I guess I heard so many stories about it. I'm just more of a stability person. I'm like, I got to be in a stable career. And I think wrestling, I'm just better at being a fan. Yeah, right? It's so much better on this side. I, I think being in the industry would change the way you feel about it, honestly. Like, because we're coming in as fans, right? Yeah. So seeing things on the, in, the, in a different perspective would kind of suck. I don't know. Yep. I like where and, I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I like where I'm at, too. And it's like, if a wrestler ever wants to come on the show, I'm like, great. But mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be, like, credentialed or be in the back with a microphone and a notepad and everything. Because, like, even when shows are bad, right, and Raw is pretty bad right now yes i just chalk it up like oh well at least i got time away from work you know (laughs) yeah i like it it sucked but i'm like wwe has sucked for 20 years what the hell you know (laughs) you make you know what you make a valid point i remember in like 2009 i was watching and it got a little low it was pretty boring at some point uh but you know randy orton kept me interested Mm -hmm. so and i'm like anything's better than work yeah watch any other sports I mean, football when it's that on. That are fake? Any other fake? Do you watch any of the fake sports like the NFL? The NFL, <laughs> yeah. NFL. Yeah, well, who's your squad? Giants. Ah, uh, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was so upset when Odell left. Okay? Oh, yeah. He went to Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, so I was so upset, and I'm kind of like, can I even like the Giants anymore? And can I keep look, up with anything? I don't look, know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a whole new outlook on life. I'm a Lions fan. So look. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
wife says I always give great relationship advice. I have, well, I have a question, you as a guy, okay? All right. Me, I'm newly into the dating game again. That's okay. first off, okay? So why do guys ghost you and come back? Wait, so can I follow up before I provide an answer? Sure. So how did you meet this person? Dating app. Oh, People. dating I'm app. Not, I'm not going to specify it to one person. I'm going to specify, it's general. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. So the dating apps are the wild, wild west. I, I, I met my wife through a, um like, I knew her friend, but I didn't really know her friend. Basically, we went to a party. My wife came with this person that I that was at the party that went to Michigan State. And then we met and hit it off. The reason I couldn't ghost her is because I saw this person that she knew all the time. We ran in circles. So this person knew my habits. They, even though they didn't know me, they knew me. Gotcha. So I was held accountable, right? If I ghosted her, she would be like, I'll call him right now. He's probably at church, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I like we would be in the same group text messages and stuff like that, even though we didn't know each other. So when you meet somebody through somebody, they're held accountable. So they usually don't ghost you or anything like that, or they have to come clean. With a dating app, like they're not held accountable to that app. They're not anything like that. So they could just get bored or or get their distraction to an old person that they were dating. And they're mm -hmm. like, I don't have to answer to anybody. I'll just go on and come back to her when, if things, you know, if time is necessary. So I actually just had told my buddy that like, this girl that you're dating through this dating app, they had met up for coffee. I'm like, you don't know her through anybody. So she's not really held accountable to ever reply to your text messages or anything because you don't have anybody to call and be like, hey, Jane Doe didn't reply to my messages. She can just pop back up in and out of your life whenever. You make a good point there. I never even thought about it in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me, don't oh, get me wrong. I've ghosted some people too, but when I ghost them and then they text me again, I don't answer them, you yeah. know? I'm like done. Well, guys I are stupid too. Done. That's the number okay. one point. Yeah, <laughs> guys are stupid too. 